Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Joining me right now from the beautiful island of Guam, Brogan Walker Sanchez. She will be competing at Invicta FC 30, July 21st versus Miranda Maverick in Kansas City, Missouri. What's going on, Brogan? Nothing much. It's Sunday here, so I know it's Saturday most other places, but Sunday here, so we're just chilling. Recovery day. You started with PXC and beat some pretty good names early on in your career. Unfortunately, they haven't had any shows in a bit. Could you tell me how much of an impact that promotion has had on the island and its fighters? Yeah, um, PXC is, um, it was a really, really great platform for me to begin my career and to springboard into Invicta. Um, my coach, Steven Roberto, was actually um, on the very first, he was on PXC1. So um, it's kind of cool to carry on that legacy. And um, PXC always did a great job of, like you said, matching me up. They gave me... Um, Man, I started off my career with against Eugene Jung, and I had always looked up to her before I, I decided to go professional. Um, actually, watching her fight, Kylan Curran, was a real turning point for me, um, where that's when I made the decision, like, okay, I could do this. Um, I saw that fight live, and of course, my friends were always like, you can do it, you can do it, you know, but I didn't really make the jump until I saw her, and um, I thought I, I always like thought she was really amazing. And then I, I also kind of made the connection, like I could do this, you know, I could get in there and, um, we'll see what happens. And it, I came out with the win. So I was really happy from there. And, um, after that, I got, uh, I got to challenge two black belts and, uh, Emiko Reika, who's like a boxing champion. So, uh, and you know, my strong point has always been stand up. So I, um, I got a lot more confidence because I was able to test my hands against one of the greatest boxers in the world. So um, it, it's been great. Yeah, you knocked off four in a row. After PXC 54, you took off two years. What were you doing in that time? Um, man, I, I had a, uh, an offer from uh, USC to go in at 115. And so I tried to make that um, jump and they called me for like some last minute shows and things, but um, I just wasn't able to. Um, the main reason why is I didn't want to do it to myself and um, be disappointed. Like I feel most comfortable at fl in the flyweight division and I didn't want to get my first loss on the big stage and be disappointed with my performance due to having to cut too much weight and be uncomfortable with where I was at. So um, I'm really happy I made that decision. It's hard to turn down that call, you know, when they call you to the big stage. Um, 
but I really thank my husband and my coach, Steven Steven Roberto, for um, telling me like it is and and having me fully grasp what it means to put your best foot forward when you're um, doing something that you're passionate about. So um, I still feel like I made the right decision and I love um, working with Invicta. They're still giving me you know, the best of the best to compete against. And um, that's one thing in my career that I really take pride in is um, training camps are a lot of hard work and sacrifice, not just for me, but for my friends and my family and sponsors. So um, when I take a fight, I want to make sure that I'm going to be challenging myself. I'm going to be moving it to the next level. I don't like it when um, competitors say, oh, I take this fight because it's going to be easy. Um, it makes me lose a lot of respect because in martial arts, it's all about evolving and, and trying to become a better uh, version of yourself. So I'm lucky that Invicta's thrown, you know, she, they gave me Sherry Rasky, who is undefeated and um, my toughest opponent to date. Um, and then now with Miranda Maverick, I feel comfortable. I feel confident that she's also going to put a good fight. And that's what I look to do every time I step in there. I don't want to, I don't want anything handed to me in there. Yeah. Nowadays, a lot of fighters do jump into the UFC too quickly and lose and receive a lot of backlash. Do you notice that on those social media and on the news? I do just the whole, um, the whole image that the media builds up about mixed martial artists and, um, they're scrutinized so heavily on social media and it's, um, I just kind of let that roll off. You know, when they talk about people that I really look up to, they, they scrutinize them. Uh, I just kind of let that roll off my back because I understand that, um, some people behind their computers, they really can't grasp what, what it is that we as mixed martial arts put into our training and, um, the kind of commitment that it takes. So it's very easy to make a comment or, uh, you know, say something negative about somebody when you don't understand where they're coming from. So um, I don't let it get to me, but I understand the game and I understand that in this position, you're going to be heavily scrutinized, whether you're doing good or bad. It happens. Pray for that. <laughs> Definitely. Um, you made your promotional debut at Invicta 27 against Sherry Moroski. You got the split decision victory. What did you think about your performance? Um, so I was very confident going in and very humbled leaving the ring. Um, literally at, when the third round ended and I was walking back to my corner, I wasn't, I wasn't even thinking, did I get the win? I was thinking, I really need to work on this and this and this and this. And, you know, the majority of that was um, I honed in on uh, sharpening my wrestling skills because I understood that um, the reason why I didn't make a definitive, uh, why I didn't get a definitive win was uh, I wasn't able to break off, make the space that I needed to work my hands. That's where I feel most confident. And, um, I feel like if I was able to work my Muay Thai um, a little bit more, I would have had a definitive win. But Sherry was prepared, and she did a great job of wrestling. The whole 
whole 15 minutes was a big battle for underhooks and um, it was probably my most technical fight up until then and it contained the most wrestling that I've had to do in a match. So um, walking back to my corner after that third round, like I was able to pull myself away from the situation and be like, okay, this is what you need to work on. Because um, like I said, that's really what it's all about is just evolving and, and getting better and um, embracing your weaknesses and just working, working at it to make, to make them your strengths. Do you feel that the long layoff had an impact on your output? Uh, no, I stayed pretty busy. Um, I know it's it's um, easy to see the 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 two um, year gap as me like chilling on the couch, but I stayed pretty active um, competing in jujitsu, and my training camp like my days that I train never changes. I I train I train six days a week diligently um, even my strength and conditioning I never stopped um, training three times a week with my um, my strength and conditioning coach Steve Oshiro I my husband and I trained with him uh, three days a week even those two years that I took off of competing in MMA um, so I stuck to the plan and he's the guy that always pulls me back and says just trust the process and um, enjoy the process, you know, as grueling and painful as it can be at times. Um, those moments that you have in training translate to not having those moments when it comes down to it in the ring or in the cage or even in a self-defense situation. Your next fight is at Invicta FC 30 versus Miranda Maverick. And once again, another clash of undefeateds for you. Do you enjoy this dynamic? Of the undefeated yes. competitors? Yes. Definitely. Yeah, like I said, I would not want to waste my own time. But more importantly, I would not want to waste um, everybody who's made an investment in me. I wouldn't want to waste their time and um, and money and everything. I have a lot of support from my family and um, they understand the lifestyle that I lead that, you know, that it takes um, to, to be able to step in there fully prepared. And I never take it lightheartedly. Um, so I think maybe, maybe Invicta recognizes that and they, they, they're doing a really, really great job of finding, um, great competitors for me to fight. Um, she's undefeated. I don't know too much about her. Of course, I watched her Invicta fights, but um, I, I see that she's hungry and young, and I like that. I like that of a competitor. Is there any underlying pressure being undefeated, or do you not even think about it at all? Um, I don't give it too much thought. My record means a lot to me. I don't want I don't want this to sound like it doesn't mean a lot to me. My record means a lot. Um, it represents a lot of hard work, but um, uh, I heard this from Brian Ebersol one day. He said that wins and losses are a dime a dozen, and if you want to be great, you need both. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm not 
prepared for a loss at all. But I know that, you know, one day it'll come if I continue on this path and, um, and um, it'll be just like it always is. Back to the drawing board, win or lose, um, jujitsu, MMA, Muay Thai, doesn't matter. I, I always want to go back to the drawing board. I saw that you have been focusing on a lot of strength and conditioning for this camp. What benefits have you noticed? Um, I, I noticed the benefits everywhere. Um, it starts with like just having a lot more energy. People think that the more you work out, the you know, more tired you're going to be and it's going to affect your training. But um, watching what I eat and keeping a consistent regimen has given me the energy to stack all of these things that I, all of my uh, commitments that I have. <clears throat> and I also notice it in my boxing, like when I'm hitting pads, um, because we focus so much in my strength and conditioning on like hip strength and um, my, my trainer, he really likes to replicate the fight. So he will, at, at the end of our session, he'll hold us down. My husband and I, he'll like in the mount position, hold you down. Okay, get up, you know, like work your, your bridge and get this person off of you. And after an hour of lifting weights and cardio and whatever else he wants to throw at us, it's, um, it's really like empowering to know that there's something else inside of me that I can draw from. And, mm -hmm. and even when you feel like you gave it all, there's still more. And he does a really, really great job of um, holding me accountable and not letting me quit and not letting me just take the easy way out. Um, he he really imposes that on me and in turn i impose that on all of my my students and my training partners and it just creates an atmosphere at us uh, for us at purebred where um we we are responsible for ourselves as individuals and putting our best foot forward and we understand that that's going to affect the team in a positive way so if you kind of come in and you want to you know put 50% in then that's what you're giving to your team hmm. and so I think the energy everybody brings um, really contributes to that you know as a whole and my strength and conditioning training has changed my mentality on that and really helped me to strengthen myself as an individual and and my team my coach always says uh, when when the tide rises it, it take, brings all the boats together, you know, not just one. So I like to think of that as, as a team. You said in another interview that you are confident in your hands against your opponents. What is your assessment of your opponent's striking ability of what you've seen so far in Invicta? Um, my assessment is she could give me trouble if I let my guard down. Um, her hands look, I mean, she wouldn't be in the position she was if, if her hands weren't sharp. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely, I would be stupid to, to underestimate my opponent. That's the biggest lesson I've learned um, transitioning into doing this professionally is never underestimate your opponent. Um, there's so many factors and dynamics to the fight that um, I never want to think, oh, I, if I just take her down, I'll be okay. Or if I can just keep it standing, I'll be okay. 
that's one of the lessons that I've learned. Um, going against black belts, you think, if you were to have that mindset, oh, you know, if I just keep it standing, I'll be okay. But I've learned that, you know, they're prepared too. They prepare themselves. So my assessment of her is that um, she could give me trouble if I let her. Um, and like I said, that's what I want in an opponent. I want, to, I, want, I want to feel satisfied and fulfilled when I do get that win. I don't want anything handed to me. How do you see this fight materializing on July 21st? Um, well, the way that I would like to see it transpire is um, I would like to get a, a finish, whether it be standing or submission. And said that last time, right? So I think that's why the, the frustration walking back after that third round, like, why couldn't I finish it? Mm. But um, I, I would like that, of course. And um, I have a game plan. I have a scenario that I run through in my head that I could beat her uh, standing. I, know, I hope it goes that way, but I also know that it never really goes according to plan once you get in there. So it'll be interesting to see. It's definitely going to be a good fight. Currently, the flyweight title is vacant since Jennifer Maya. She signed with the UFC. With the win, where does this? Where do you fit into the title picture? Because six and zero is a good, you know, record to have in Invicta. Uh, no idea. I try and stay out of it. Um, I know a lot of people say, you know, I deserve this, I deserve that, but I just, um, in life, I've noticed that if you just keep your head down and just keep working and, um, then the good things that are coming to you will come. So, um, it would be nice to have an opportunity, but I think it'll come, um, there's a divine timing to everything. So um, it would be cool if it came by the end of the year, especially since I'm looking to graduate and, and start uh, working more. Um, this fight itself came really great timing. Um, next week is my last week of courses at the University of Guam, and then I'll have um, a lot more time. I want to take in one course, so it doesn't take up too much time right now. But... Um, um, starting the, not next week but the following week I'll be out and I'll be able to have jujitsu for breakfast, lunch and dinner at the academy. Right now I just train in the morning and then train in the evening so um, I'm excited for that because just um, having it constantly on my mind helps get me into that mode that I need to be in for fight week. Right now I'm switching from um, training mode in the morning, get back, shower, switch to, um, you know, doing all the work that I procrastinated on doing, get to class, um, and then switch back, uh, I, and then head to training again later in the evening, and then do what, what is, what my commitments here are in my household, and, uh, with my family, and my friends, so. It's going to be nice to be able to have more time to focus on it. But I got to say, um, 
having all my sponsors um, has really helped free up a lot of time on my plate. I've been sponsored by um, Fit For You Guam, who's like a local uh, meal prep preparation company. And I can't thank them enough for the time that they've saved me because time is the really the most precious thing that we have. Um, time with our family, time with our friends. And for me, I've got so many eggs in every basket that um, not having to worry about cooking mass amounts of chicken and cutting up mass amounts of vegetables is been a real saving grace for me and then um, my other sponsors that have supported me monetarily and in other ways um, my team who helps me out with training um, that is invaluable to me since a lot of invicta fighters are joining the ufc and you said earlier that you had your opportunity but you passed it up because you felt like you, you needed more experience. And now they have a flyweight division, burgeoning. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they even have a champion. Do you see yourself in the UFC someday in the near future? Uh, yeah, I do. That's the goal. It would be great to, to make it there on the big stage, especially because, um, you know, a lot of my sponsors, they already see me in that light. They see me as making it all the way and uh, really seeing this out as, to me, it's a passion of mine, but to them, they, they're like, I want you to see this out. I want you to um, be the best that you can be. And that investment pursues, or it encourages me to make it to the big stage and, and not just to make it there, but to dominate, like to really, really um, put my best foot forward and, uh, understand the, the the fact that you know it's a whole different ballgame once you make it there. The people that make it there have they've been filtered out amongst the masses, and um, that kind of goes along with what I was saying earlier. Is you want to go against the best, so to, you got to beat the best and just keep going. And yeah, I would like to make it there. It would be great. July 21st in Kansas City, Missouri, Brogan Walker Sanchez will take on Miranda Maverick at Invicta FC 30 in a flyweight bout. Thank you for your time, Brogan, and good luck in your fight. Thank you so much, Sean.